Hi guys, it's Monday. Hello. I'm really happy when I'm recording this because I was in my room and I was honestly just having a really horrible day. And then I was like, let me post on Instagram what topics people want me to talk about. And this was going to be up for next Friday. And then I was like, you know what? It's Sunday. I have time to record today. So let me just record and get this episode up for you guys on Monday. So surprise. Hello. Happy Monday. We are back with another solo episode. And today we're going to be talking about maintaining a healthy lifestyle on the weekends, getting back on track, kind of just getting out of a rut and getting getting back on track, starting to schedule again, getting back on routine, everything like that, motivation for it. How do we stay consistent with it? How do we get out of getting like everything, anything that you guys asked. And I only posted this like 30 minutes ago and I got like quite a lot of responses. So that's why I'm like, you know what? Let me just record now. So yeah. Hi. Um, I'm actually like cleaning up my office a lot today, doing a lot of organizing just like I said, getting back on track. So that's what we're going to talk about today. So I hope you guys are having, I hope you guys had a great weekend. I know this weekend was Halloween. I personally didn't do anything to celebrate, but I hope you guys had a great Halloween weekend. I hope you guys have a great week planned ahead of you. And we are ready to begin this week. I'm going to, I hope this podcast, one of the first things you're listening to, we're going to get set for this week. We're going to get ready. Um, Let's just have a really good, productive, motivated, amazing week. So hello. Hope you guys are all doing good. And let's go ahead and get started with everything you guys asked me to talk about. So I want to start off by talking about maintaining a healthy lifestyle over the weekend, especially when you're drinking, eating out with other people, just off routine. And I definitely find myself feeling weekend guilt. I'm not necessarily a big drinker, but definitely on the weekends, I eat more junk food than normal. Um, I eat out more. I just eat a lot less healthy. And I'm also so off routine. My room is somehow always messy on the weekends. Like literally it's always, always messy on the weekends. So my room is always a mess on the weekends. I'm always sleeping in on the weekends. I literally sleep until like 11 AM and like on the weekdays I'm up at like six, 7 AM. So like on the weekends when I wake up at 11, it's just so weird, but I'm super, super off track on the weekends. And I think it's super normal to be like this. Again, we're human beings. We're not robots. So it's super normal for us to fall off track on the weekends because, you know, we're not on a schedule on the weekends. Most of the time, there's nowhere that we have to be at a certain time when it comes to the weekend. So it's like, of course, we're going to be a little bit more like slacking and just sleeping in, wait, like sleeping later, whatever it is, because it's like there's nowhere for us to be in the morning. Like we have to worry about that five days out of the week already. So it's like we get this like one and a half, basically, not barely even two days to really focus on just like going out and not have to think about like work or school or anything. So I think the thing is, is number one, never let yourself feel guilty and never get mad at yourself for feeling this way because it's so normal to get mad at ourselves when we fall off track. But at the same time, like it's the weekend, you know, like it's your time to just wind down, do what you want, hang out with your friends, make plans because during the week we're very go, go, go. We have to be at work at a certain time. We have to be at school at a certain time. So it's like, okay, I know what time I have to be at school tomorrow. So I know what lunch I'm going to make. I know what time I'm going to be able to eat my lunch. I know what time my workout can be. So that way I can eat dinner, shower, and get into bed by this time. You know, we're so on schedule when it comes to during the week because it's like, 
we have places to be. Like there's places that we have to be at. There's tasks we have to complete. Like there's things that we have to do during the week. But when it comes to the weekend, we don't have that responsibility. So we kind of just like let loose. And I think it's totally normal to let loose, have a few drinks, eat junk food, order out, sleep late, sleep in, whatever it is. And I think that's super normal, especially on the weekends. But if you want to kind of avoid that, and I think for me personally, I'm kind of in the same boat where it's like as much as I want to let myself live freely and intuitively and everything, at the same time, I hate how like every weekend somehow my room is a mess. You know, like my room is always a mess. I'm always sleeping in and I'm like, there has to be a way for me to just like maintain a healthier lifestyle a little bit better than the way I'm maintaining it right now. So my advice would be try to plan out your weekends. And I know this is not the easiest thing to do because a lot of the time weekend plans have to do with the people you're around, like your boyfriend or your group of friends or, you know, your family, whatever it is. So I think that it could be a little bit hard to be like, oh yeah, plan your weekends. Cause most of the time you're not the one doing the planning. You're kind of just like following people around and like doing what your friends do. But if you have any sort of control over planning your weekend, I highly recommend doing that. So if you're able to be like, okay, Saturday, I want to go pumpkin picking. And then Saturday night, I want to watch a movie, you know, whatever it is, if you're able to plan out your weekends, I think that'll make it a lot easier for you to kind of maintain that healthy, productive lifestyle. And it's like, even though this lifestyle isn't manageable 365 days out of the year, if you want to feel a little bit better about yourself and productive during the weekend, I think that planning your weekend could be a really important thing and can really help you because it's like, you're going to have more control of what you're doing. You're going to have more control of what time you have to wake up. What are you going to wear? What should I eat? What time should I eat? Like it'll give you more control to kind of fill things into your schedule that you want to prioritize. So if you're able to control what you're doing for the weekend, I would highly recommend doing that. Um, I think that when it comes to eating out on the weekends and like obviously not eating the healthiest, like grabbing pizza or a bunch of like like yesterday I went to the movies and I had popcorn like with butter and salt on it. And it's like I didn't come home and feel guilty that I had popcorn with butter and salt on it because it's like during the week I eat so clean with like just the cleanest like veggies and fruits and smoothies and everything. And then it's like on the weekend, if I want to go to the movies and have butter with popcorn, I'm going to go to the movies and have butter with popcorn. And I think that's our problem is that we become so restrictive on, I can only have two drinks this Saturday. I can only have one cheat meal this week. And it's like, once we get into this restrictive, obsessive mindset, that's when we kind of start to spiral a little bit and we start to see this healthy lifestyle as like a trap and as an expectation and as an unrealistic standard. It's because we're restrictive. If you aren't restrictive, you're not going to have unrealistic standards. At the end of the day, you just have to remind yourself, why do I want to be healthy? Why? Why do I want to eat clean? There, There's a reason why. You can't just be like, oh, just because I know it's good for me. Why is it good for you? What is it going to do for you? Um, I think once you have your reasoning as to why you want to eat healthy, why you want to work out and why you want to live this healthy lifestyle, once you kind of know why you want to do these things, keep that in the back of your mind. Like for me personally, I want to wake up in the morning and not have a headache. I want to wake up in the morning and not have stomach pain. I want to look in the mirror and not be like, wow, my skin is so red and irritated. Like these are things that I want and this is why I want to live a healthy lifestyle. So it's like for me, the reason that the only thing that stops me from like eating another slice of pizza or getting a, you know, chicken and salad over 
I don't know, like a buffalo chicken pizza, like whatever it is, like things that kind of make that switch for me is because I know why I want to live a healthy lifestyle and I know what it takes to get there. So I think once you kind of remind yourself why you want to be there, you're not going to completely stop drinking, but you're going to have a little bit less strength than normal. So I know there's like quote unquote healthier drinks out there that you can get. Um, I honestly, like I said, I'm not a big drinker, so I don't really know. But I know Kenzie Burke, if you guys follow her, I know sometimes she'll like share because you you can still have like alcohol here and there. Like it's not like the biggest sin in the world. Like, you know, I think you just have to stop being restrictive. Like don't tell yourself that you can't do things or that you can't have things because that's when your mind is going to start to spiral in other negative directions. So I think that when it comes to the weekend, it's like, it should just be like any other day. You know, you have less responsibility for sure than you do during the week. But at the same time, it's like, if you want to maintain that healthy lifestyle on the weekend, I really just recommend like being free with yourself, reminding yourself why you want to live a healthy lifestyle. And that way you're not restricting yourself. So you're still going to enjoy yourself and you're still going to have your fun, but you're not going to feel guilt because you're going to be like, I know I know if I eat this slice of pizza, I'm going to wake up with a pimple. Like it is what it is. I know that already. Like I know I'm going to eat these bedtime snacks and wake up bloated. Like I know these things already, you know? So once you kind of know that and that's like in your mind, it's going to be really hard for you to kind of just be like slacking off and like feeling guilty about things. So I think that's what it takes when it gets to the weekend. It's not something you have to overthink. Um, but if you're able to, if you want to like set your alarm a little bit earlier in the morning and I know like sometimes on the weekends, it's like all about not having to set your alarm. But if you want to maintain that lifestyle and you want to set your alarm on Saturday or on Sunday, let's say you want to set your alarm on Sunday. And here's another thing is like, what I really learned is like, I really just, I don't love going out that much. Like I'm not a person that needs to be out all the time and like always out and always with people and whatever. I really do enjoy my alone time. But at the same time, I get so much alone time during the week, but that it's like on the weekends, I am excited to see my boyfriend and my friends. But at the same time, it's like, I feel like when it comes to, so like when it comes to Fridays, I'm at work all day. And then by Friday night, it's like, I'm so exhausted to do anything. I just want to go to the gym, take a shower and like maybe watch a movie or like just have a really chill night in. But then when it comes to like Saturdays, I'm like, okay, I want to do stuff. I want to go out. Sunday resets are probably the best thing ever. Like people say like, oh, Sunday scaries. Like, no, like Sunday resets are the best thing ever. And if you've, I'm sure you've heard of a Sunday reset, but in case you're like, what does that mean? Cleaning your sheets, cleaning your room, taking a shower, doing a hair mask, doing a face mask, like all of these things to prep you for the week are the best thing. So some things that I do on Sunday to prep for the week is I clean my sheets. So I like to put my sheets in the wash. Honestly, I don't do this every Sunday. I probably should, but I'm not a perfect human being. So sometimes I don't. Cleaning your sheets, just like cleaning your room in general. So like doing your laundry, going through your dresser drawers and your closet drawers. Like my clothes are like color coordinated in my closet. So maybe I'll recolor coordinate them, fix some things that are folded that should be hanging like things that I got lazy to do during the week or through Friday and Saturday I'll fix up on Sunday so clean out my clothes make my bed um just like clean my room clean my space clean my office in general that's why I'm going to clean my office after I'm done recording this episode so doing a bunch of cleaning in the morning because going into the week with like a super clean room is such a change of mindset even though it sounds like such a simple small task 
it makes such the difference. Like it makes all the difference to just have a clean room, to have things in the right place. Like even if during the week you slack off a little bit and your room gets a little bit messy because you don't know what you're wearing to work or you have your work bag in your room or like whatever it is or your gym clothes on the floor. It's like Sunday is the day where like everything is going to be clean and you're going to completely reset your bedroom. So cleaning your room is a huge thing I recommend doing. I love doing a face or a hair mask. I try to do a hair mask like once a week. I use like this coconut oil, Moroccan oil hair mask, I think. Just leaving it in for an hour, clean your room while you do it. Yeah, make yourself a coffee, make yourself a nice small breakfast and then making a to-do list for the week is like a huge thing for me. Taking out my planner, I have a planner that's like a monthly and weekly planner. So I take out like the weekly set and I write down everything I have to buy for the week, everything I have to do for the week, like anything that it is that I need to get done for the week, I write down, I go through my syllabi, which is like the assignments that you have in college. I go through that and I write down like, okay, this is everything I have due this week. Like Monday, I'm going to do this homework. Tuesday, I'll do this homework. And I literally schedule it that way. And it might seem a little bit like crazy and too specific for you. But at the same time, it helps me so much because it's like, it just, it's like during the week, it's like I'm set. Like I know what I have to do. I know what day I have to do these things. Like it really does help so much. So I really love planning my week on my Sundays. And once I plan my week, like I'm like, okay, I'm good for the rest of the day. Like now I could watch football. Now I could, you know, I'll take a shower, take out my hair and face mask, get into some comfy clothes and then like watch some football with my boyfriend or like go order lunch, like go out for lunch. Like now you're able to do what you want because you're all set for the week. Even if you want to just like catch up on homework, like whatever you want to do, but having that Sunday reset to just clean up your space, get back on track, I think is so important. And it's like, if you're super busy on Sunday, try to do it Saturday night, like try to do it someday in the weekend so that you're able to plan for the week. Like, I think that's a super important thing to do and like a super important part of your step. So that's kind of how I maintain myself during the weekend is I try to just like, I do want to go out and be with people and have plans and everything, but I also make sure I leave a few hours in the weekend to just reset for my week and just be with myself. Like even right now, I woke up at like 10 o'clock this morning. It's 1230 right now. I've been with myself all morning. I had a coffee. I cleaned up my room. I took a shower and now I'm recording this podcast and I'm going to just get ready for my week. So I think that like this was something I needed to do because it's like yesterday I was like at my boyfriend's all day, went to a movie all night, got home late. Like, you know, I wasn't really home just focusing on myself. So I'm really happy I kind of got to do that this morning. Okay. The next, someone asked me to talk about gut health. When it comes to gut health, I did a whole episode with Kayla. I'll link the episode down below because she talked all about gut health and hormonal health. I have a few episodes where I talk about gut health. So if you want like full detail about gut health, definitely go to those episodes. I also plan on having like people in upcoming episodes talk about it because I think people just have so many different experiences and stories with gut health that it's so important to hear from like a bunch of different people. Gut health is definitely something I struggle with, and my biggest thing with it is finding a food plan, quote-unquote plan that works for you, not a restrictive diet. Maybe for a little bit, you have to be restrictive to like test yourself out. Like I have this program by Be Well with Kayla. She's I had her on the podcast. She specializes in gut and hormonal health. I just pulled out. She has this book of health, and I literally like printed it out. I have it all set up like recipes, lifestyle routines, tips, 
nutrition facts, information, like anything that you could like think about, it's going to be in that book. So I have a book like that. And I think that really helps me to like think of ways to plan my week, plan what I'm eating. So if you want to do something restrictive for like a month just to test out your body, I think that could be good. I think restrictive isn't good for a lifestyle, but if you want to be restrictive on yourself for like a month just to test out your body, like for me, I've gone a month without dairy to see how does my skin and my gut react to dairy, a month without gluten. Doing things like that, I think will help test out your body and just have you learn your body and treat your body on your own because we are capable of doing that. So I think that being able, like me being able to test that on myself and do that and everything, it's a huge step in like recovering my gut health because I know my gut health has a lot to do with my acne and my bloating and my weight gain and just so much, just why my stomach hurts, why I have migraines, you know? So I think that being your own doctor and trying to figure it out for, for yourself and like testing out your own body is like super, super helpful. And the next thing is getting back on track with like, I guess, getting back on routine and getting out of a rut. Honestly, I've definitely been in a rut. I know in my last episode, I talked about how I went through something very personal in my life and it's definitely not something I'm going to talk about on this platform, but at the same time, for a whole week, I didn't go to school. I didn't go to classes. I didn't go to work. I think I spent like one night out of the week doing my homework assignments. Like I did nothing this past week and today is Sunday. Tomorrow, I go back to class for the first time in a week. I have to be at class at 8 a.m. Like it's a big step. Um, And so I find that today I'm kind of in the process of getting myself out of my rut. And basically what I mean by that is like because I haven't gone to classes or work and had to take this time off for a week, I'm like, okay, I have to pick myself back up this Sunday and get myself together. I have to clean my room. I have to clean my office. I have to do all these things. I want to meal prep. I want to go grocery shop, you know, like I'm putting so much at my like in control of me because I'm like there's so much that I have to do to be on track and be ready for classes and for work this week. So to be honest, um, I'm definitely myself getting out of a rut. So I think that it'll be good to talk to you guys about it. And I and I have been in positions like this before where I've had to get myself out of an unmotivated, anxious, depressed rut. My number one thing my number one advice would be let yourself feel every single emotion, every single emotion. Like if you feel sad, let yourself cry. If you feel angry, let yourself scream, let yourself vent. Whatever you're feeling, don't hold it in. Let yourself feel it out. Like let it all out. Let yourself feel that you're a human being. You're going to have emotions. You're going to have reactions. You're going to feel certain ways about certain situations. You just need to let your mind and your heart feel those ways. And that's like, that's the number one advice I can give you when it comes to getting out of a rut. Because if you don't let yourself feel those emotions, they're going to come out when you least expect them and when you like least want them to. So let yourself just feel feel these emotions, you know, don't have yourself, you're going to feel super overwhelmed and like your brain's going to get super foggy if you hold in these emotions. So the first step of getting out of a rut is being honest and true to yourself and being like, 
I know I don't feel good. Like I know I'm upset. I know I'm not ready to see people. I know I'm not ready to leave the house and that's okay. Number one, you don't owe anyone an explanation for the way that you feel. So if you feel that you're in a rut and you're in a dark, bad place right now, even if you know it's temporary and even if it's not that deep or that dark or you're not even upset about something specific, if you feel a certain way and you don't want to go out with your friends, you don't have to go out with your friends and you don't have to tell them why. You don't owe them an explanation as to why you're not going to dinner or why you don't want to go to a bar. You don't have to owe these people anything. You know, even if they're your close friends, if you feel a certain way and you're not ready to talk about it, you don't have to talk about it. So my number one advice is like, be aware of your emotions and let yourself feel every single emotion that you want. Because it's like, eventually, if you don't and you just keep trying to fake it and go past it and like try to cope with it in ways where you're just like running away from it instead of accepting it, you're never going to get out of this rut and it's just going to keep sneaking up on you. So if you want to get back on track and get out of a rut, my biggest thing would be let yourself feel every single emotion, like every single emotion that you're feeling, let yourself feel. So I think that's like the number one step is like being honest and true with yourself and like not feeling guilty and just knowing you don't owe anyone an explanation. Like you can do whatever you want, basically, like not whatever you want, but you can feel whatever way you want and not have to apologize for it. Once you're kind of like letting yourself out and letting yourself be sad, like if you want to sit in bed for two days and watch YouTube videos and eat snacks and drink coffee, do that. Like sometimes we need that. We're human beings. We're not robots. We're not made to be go, go, go every single day of the week. There's days where we feel sad, where something happens and we just want to be in bed and we just want to cry and we just want to be hugged. Like those days happen. So my biggest advice would just be like, let yourself feel that it's okay If you need to sit in bed for a few days and not do anything and not look at your emails and not focus on your schoolwork, that's okay. You're allowed to do that. So that would be kind of my advice for when it comes to like trying to get out of the rut. Another thing is like getting motivation from other things and other people. Like I know it sounds stupid, but Pinterest and YouTube motivate me so much. And I know it's like social media is known to have this like super – negative impact on us but at the same time it really has helped me in so many ways because it's helped me like get out of ruts like it reminds me why I want to work so hard when I see YouTubers at age 21 which is my age in their own New York City apartments like living this healthy lifestyle I'm like that's what I want like this is why I want to work so hard is because I want that to be my life you know in my own way of course but like in a certain sense and then it's like when I go on Pinterest and I see these girls traveling and like with this glowing, beautiful skin, I'm like, that's what I want. I want to be traveling. I want to be confident in my own skin. Like I want to clear up this acne I've been dealing with for six years. Like, you know, all this stuff. That's kind of when I, when I see that, I kind of want to like jump out of bed and just start working. So I think that's like a huge thing too, is like getting motivation from other outlets, whether it's social media, like YouTube or Pinterest, whether it's a friend or other people, whether it's a book, a magazine, going to the park and just like walking around, going to the gym and seeing other people work at, working out will maybe motivate you. Getting motivation and inspiration from other people is a huge way to get out of rut as well. And also create like a little visual for yourself. I always talked about vision boards, but they really do help so much. And if you don't know what a vision board is, it's basically you take all the things that you want in your future. You know, where do you want to work? Where do you want to live? 
um, what kind of lifestyle do you want to be? What kind of house do you want to be in? What town do you want to be in? What country do you want to travel to? Whatever it is. And print out pictures of these things. Like don't just write out the words. Print out pictures of Italy, of a mansion in, I don't know, I, I like in a mansion in Tuscany, like whatever it is, like whatever it is that you want your future to be, print out the picture of the future company you want to work for. Like print out their logo. If you want to work for Vogue, print out the Vogue logo. And basically you put all of these things in your site. Like every time you wake up in the morning, you have a little board, whether it's at your vanity, at your bathroom, um, hanging in your room, mine is hanging in my office. Something that you're going to see every single day. And just be like, this is why I'm working so hard. This is why I want to get out of bed in the morning and go to the gym. This is why I want to get out of bed in the morning and go to work. Because that right there is the future that I want for myself. And I'm not going to stop working until I get it. Like there's a future that I want. And until I get it, I'm not going to stop. That will turn into my reality. And once you kind of see that every single day, you're going to be reminded why you want to work so hard. And of course, there's going to be days where you see it and you're like, I'm too tired for this right now. And you go back to sleep and that's fine. But at the same time, there's going to be so many days where your mindset kind of just shifts and you're like, yeah, like this is what I want, you know? Um, So I think having a vision board will also really help to get you motivated and kind of the same advice I was saying with weekend stuff of like cleaning up your space, cleaning your room, planning your week, writing down goals always helps me get out of a rut because it just reminds me like why I want to work so hard again, like how many times am I going to say that, but it really does re-motivate me and like get me super like hyped up and I'm like, yeah, this is going to be my future. Like I'm so proud of myself, like just thinking that's already my reality helps me transform it so much. So I think that's a really huge thing um, when it comes to getting yourself out of a rut is feeling all your emotions, going to people for motivation, whether it's virtual people or real life people, cleaning up your space, creating a vision board, planning out your week, writing out your goals, write out daily affirmations. And another tip I have is, you know, getting out of this rut and getting back on track is great. But at the same time, you don't want to get back on track and be like super motivated for like four days and then just get over it or like super motivated for two weeks. And then like after the two weeks is done, you're like kind of slacking off again and you're back in another rut. It's definitely okay to feel your emotions, to feel sad, to feel anxious, but you don't want to normalize it to the point where you're where you let yourself feel that way every single week. You know, it's like don't normalize it so much where you're like, oh, like every other day I'm feeling sad, but it's okay because I'm allowed to. It's like, yeah, you're allowed to feel sad, but don't make it a normal thing for yourself because then you're going to want to feel it more subconsciously. So I think like when you get back into routine and get back on track, don't try to do a million things at once. Like don't be like, I have to go to the grocery store, go to the gym and do my homework like all in three hours. Like no, space it out during the week add new habits into your life like every week. You don't have to add like, I want to do lemon water meditation, manifesting all in one day. Like no, one week, start doing lemon water for a week. Then the week after, start doing lemon water and meditation in the morning and the week. Add them into your like add them into your routine little by little because if you try to do it all at once, you're going to burn yourself out. And this is why we get into ruts is because we burn ourselves out. We try to do a million things at once and we try to accomplish a million things at once and like try to make people proud and like whatever. And like as much as that's great, at the same time, it's like you just need to slow down and slowly incorporate these things into your routine so that you don't overwhelm yourself. And that'll make it a lifestyle and a routine and a habit 
versus like a motivational like pump up for a week. So that's kind of my advice when it comes to getting back on track, especially after being in like a really dark rut. Okay, the next thing you guys want me to talk about is a quote unquote that girl room. And it's like, if you're part of my community and my audience, you know exactly what having an aesthetically pleasing, organized, clean bedroom means. And if you're not, you're probably like, what do you mean? I wake up in my bedroom and I sleep in my bedroom and that's all I do in it. But no, 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 no. If you're like, if you're part of my community, then you know exactly what this means. So I'm going to go through and just say like my bedroom essentials. Um, I'm trying to think if I should link them down below for you guys or if I should just like Instagram story them. I'm going to Instagram story like products I talked about. Maybe I'll even do like an Instagram post and just be like products I talked about in today's episode. So it'll be like easier for you guys. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. Okay. So when it comes to bedroom essentials, even though this sounds like so stupid to some people, it's like I totally understand what you mean because like I'm in my bedroom so much and like it's as stupid as it sounds such an important part of like where because I'm always in there. So it's like it really does motivate me and everything. So we'll start with like some things like when it comes to like essentials. So number one, I love having satin pillowcases. So I know there's this brand called like Slip that has silk pillowcases. Honestly, they're kind of expensive. So I just get some from Amazon. I have like two white pillowcases from Amazon that I threw over my pillows. And those are like the pillows that I sleep on. And then I have like my decorative pillows. So having something like that, I think is good. I know it's good for like your skin and your hair. I've never actually like tested it out to see if it really helps my hair or my skin, but I hope it does. But I know it's supposed to help your skin and your hair. So I just take I take the word. I take the word. I trust it. And honestly, it's just more comfortable. I also love having like a super heavy comforter. Having like a heavy fluffy one is so much more comfortable than having like a thin comforter. It just helps me sleep so much more. It kind of gives the same feeling as like a weighted blanket. And I know those are like meant to be more comforting and comfortable to you. So it's like, I think like having those is like it's kind of like similar. Like my comforter is just super heavy and comfortable and stuff. So that's something that I love. Um, and then something else is like when I'm going to sleep, I love having my weighted blanket, uh, not my weighted blanket, my oil diffuser with me. I love having an oil diffuser with me. Uh, like I said, I'll link them all down below, but mine like lights up and I like it like puts me to sleep weirdly having like those lights. So it also, I also put lavender essential oil in the oil diffuser. So like as soon as I, I get, take a shower, I get into my pajamas and I go into my bed, I put my oil diffuser on like lavender drops, a little bit of water, put it on, put my Laneige sleeping lip mask on and then fill up my hydro flask with water. And then like, that's like everything I need in the, like, that's everything I need before I sleep. My oil diffuser on, that little light that the oil diffuser comes with. Sometimes I'll put on my universe lights because it also relaxes me to sleep. And then putting some chapstick on, drinking my water and getting into bed on like my satin sheets and my super heavy comforter. Like that's literally the best way for me to sleep. So those are kind of like my nighttime bed essentials. And then something else I love having is like some type of journal. I like having my journal and my Bible on my bedside table. I'll link those again, the ones that I have, but I do love having my journal and my Bible on my bedside table, maybe the current book that you're reading. I know that reading helps me sleep earlier because it's like my eyes get tired, but at the same time, I'm like, oh, I have to get up and open my light and then shut my light. 
And I'm honestly super guilty to just like sleep with a screen on. Like I'm always sleeping with a screen on, to be honest with you. So that's something that I've just been doing for so long that I'm just used to it at this point where I have to sleep to like YouTube or TV or something. So that's something that I've just like gotten used to. So I do like to put the TV on. I'd shut it off before I go to sleep. I try not to have like my laptop or my phone next to me, like at least on my dresser or like farther away on my bedside table because I just don't like the feeling of it. But yeah, like I would say like when it comes to having a bedroom that's going to keep you like motivated and keep you on track is having something minimal. Don't do like as someone who's changed their bedrooms million of times, like from different colors, different designs, different furniture, different layout, whatever it is, I've learned that like growing up, especially in like your teenagers and young adult years, you're going to have so many different like favorite colors, different aesthetics, different interests, you know, whatever it is. So it's like your bedroom is going to constantly change with you, or you're going to at least want it to constantly change with you. So like when it comes to me, I really just try to like keep it minimal now and keep it like less busy, less colors, just like a lot more neutral toned and minimal because it's like I know that my mind is going to change and stuff. So that's kind of like what I try to do when it comes to my bedroom. Um, And yeah, so that's kind of like my advice when it comes to that. When you have a clean room, you're going to be like more motivated to like be productive during the day as silly as it might sound it's so true I think having like a huge closet clothes clean out is like a huge thing too like going through my closet and taking out all of my clothes and then getting rid of things I like selling things donating things throwing things out like obviously depending what it is is something that's like really really helps me and it like clears my mind it like makes me save my money gets more timeless pieces and then I color coordinate my clothes so that way during the week it's easier for me to find things that I want to wear I don't have to be like where's that shirt like it's missing in a drawer you know it's a lot easier for me to find things that I want to wear and then it's like it makes me want to put it away during the week instead of just throwing it on the floor on a chair because it's like I have somewhere to put it that's going to make it look neat and make it look good. So that's something that really, really helps me is like cleaning up my closet. Um, So I think like that's really it when it comes to having a room like that. Like having a vision board in there could help because it's something that you're going to see every day and it's going to motivate you. But just keeping a really clean space, cleaning out your clothes and everything like that. The last thing I'm going to talk about is motivation to eat healthy. I've talked about this a few times on my podcast before, but I feel like it's just something that you can never stop talking about because it's like so many of us are guilty of wanting to do it and just not doing it, aka me. And sometimes I sit back and I'm like, but why haven't I done it? And it's like, to be really honest, it does take a lot of effort and a lot of time. And it's like, I know there's people out there that are like, no, it doesn't take that much money or effort or time, but it does. It it does. Like, let's be honest. It really does. Like, yeah, there's like quick meals that you can make, like quick recipes and quick meals for sure. But it's like, where are those ingredients coming from? Why do you just assume I have these ingredients? Like, why would I have chicken broth in my house? Like little things like that. And it's like, now I got to go grocery shopping and get all these ingredients and spend all this money. So I get it. And I know that this is the reason why I don't eat healthy, which is such a lame, horrible excuse. But honestly, when it comes to motivation to eat healthy, my thing would just be like, why do you want to eat healthy? And I talked about this before and just like maintaining a healthy lifestyle, but it's like, why do you want to eat healthy? For me personally, I want to feel good, but I also want to clear up my skin and I'm going to be transparent. I want to feel better in the way that I look. I want to feel 
better in my body, you know, like I want to feel more confident in the way that I look. I want to look at the mirror and feel confident, you know? So I think like that's like a really big reason as to why I want to eat healthy. And it's like, even though maybe it's like I don't have the perfect mindset, I'm still working on it, you know? But if you have a reason as to why you want to eat healthy, it's going to be a lot easier for you to like maintain that and remember in the back of your mind, like, okay, this is why I want to eat clean. Like I want to look in the mirror and be happy and confident. I want to wake up in the morning and not feel bloated. I don't want to have a headache. I don't want to wake up with a new breakout every day. Once you have these things in your mind, it's going to help you a lot to just, I don't know, to kind of just like be healthier. So that's like a really big thing that's definitely helped me out. Um, And yeah, just like remembering why you want to eat healthy, going grocery shopping, meal prepping. I think maybe getting a certain plan with like recipes could really help too. Like I said, I have the book of health, which really does help me. I know that Be Well with Kila has the book of health, but Kenzie Burke also has programs. Like there's a lot of people with different programs that will give you a lot of recipes and also tell you maybe what nutrients you need to add into your diet, which ones you need to remove, not nutrients you need to remove, but things you need to remove from your diet and then things you need to add onto your diet. And that'll kind of help you when grocery shopping, reading labels, and just like don't try to go all out at once. Like don't try to not have dairy at all. Like if you have dairy every single day and you're like, okay, I'm going to only have dairy once a month. Like it's like you're making a huge leap. Like slow down and tell yourself, I'm not going to have dairy for three days. For three days, I'm not going to have dairy and see how you do. See what alternatives you make because this way it's like you're not going to be forcing yourself and like trying to go from zero to 100. Like you're going to be doing it like more intuitively and with more freedom and more relaxed. And that'll make it more enjoyable for you and help you turn it into a lifestyle rather than just like something that you do and then like you're done doing. So yeah, I think that's like a really, really huge thing to kind of remember um, is remembering why you want to eat healthy. You have to have a reason. If you don't have a reason as to why you want to eat healthy and you just want to do it to do it, it's like that's not going to keep you consistent. So yeah, that's kind of my advice. I have a lot of like past episodes as well that talk about like eating clean. So if you want like more in detail, I highly recommend that. Same thing with gut health. But that's everything I'm going to talk about for this episode. I know a few people ask like making peace with your past and who you were in the past, dealing with toxic relationships. I will make the next episode about making peace with your past, growing as a human, getting rid of guilt for things that we've done in the past and the person we were in the past. I think that'll like should have its own little episode. So that's something I will record probably for Friday. But thank you guys so much for sending in questions. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. I will have another episode up on Friday and go to my Instagram to check out the products that I mentioned towards the end about like bedroom stuff. I will definitely have it up by now. So thank you guys again for listening. I hope you have an amazing productive week. If you're in that rut, just like I am, we're going to get out of this together. I promise you, like I know it could be really tough when sometimes you feel really hopeless and it's like no matter how many Pinterest photos you looked at or TikToks or YouTube videos you looked at or podcasts you listened to, you're like, I can't stop this numb feeling of just like wanting to stare at a wall and feel nothing for three hours. I understand that feeling, but you are in control of your life. You are in control of the way your mind thinks. You are in control of the way things affect you. Think about that. You are in control of the way things affect you. 
If you don't want something to affect you, don't let it. And I know it's much easier said than done. But once we realize we have control of our life and control of our mind, that's when our mindsets start to shift and start to switch around. So that's it for this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you guys found comfort in it and realized that we all go through these ruts. Like it's okay. We're going to get through it together. I love you all so much. And I want to thank everyone who messages me and sends in advice and supports me. It means so much to me. I got my first feature in Glamour this past week, which was huge. And it was like in the middle of my rut. So it's like, I didn't really like post about it until afterwards, but I wouldn't have been able to like even be a feature without you guys. So thank you guys so much for all the support you've been giving me. This is only the beginning. I have so many exciting things planned for you guys that I can't wait to start launching and start talking about. But thank you so much for listening to today's episode and I hope you have an amazing rest of your week. Happy Monday. Bye guys. (music) 